This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show, a podcast that covers the happenings in and around Divine, Texas, mainly high school sports related with some community happenings as well, and of course, some of our own ramblings to boot. Welcome to Talking Shop. All right, good evening, everyone. We welcome you to Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. This is episode 19. I'm Jim Sessions, as always, joined by co-host... Joseph Sadler. And we are here, just the two of us. Don't give me the razor Ramon right there. <laughs> also, throw the toothpick also in my throw face. Throw the toothpick in your face, man. Ah, nah, man. We're not hey, having yo. Oye, me chico. We're not having that, buddy. <laughs> Welcome, Joseph. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Welcome, razor Ramon. <laughs> hey, Jim. You think you're one of those tough guys? <laughs> What's going on, Jimbo? Not much, buddy. I guess I'm big sexy then. If you're going to be Razor Ramon, hey, I've got to be the other part of the wolf pack. Would there be any other position for you there, buddy? <laughs> you know, you know. The, the big definitely qualifies as sexy. Hey, <laughs> not sexy, so much. Sexy is a state of mind. That's it. Uh, so Okay. Well. Hey, well, does this mean I have to actually have like a long curly thing on my forehead? Because if that's yeah. it, we're stopping now. Yeah, so. your, your, your hairline's receding as fast as LeBron's, buddy. I cannot believe you just put me in the same sentence with that clown. So, man, but, good stuff. Yes, way to come out with a bang, huh? Yeah, already off the rails. I love so, it. Yep. So, uh, anything interesting happened lately? Man, we've had all kinds of stuff going on. All kinds yeah. of stuff going on. It's kind of funny though. It's kind of been like a little bit of a breather for me. Mm-hmm. You know, football ended, volleyball ended. So I've been able to take a little bit of a break of live stream. Mm-hmm. But we we definitely have basketball going on. Yes. Yeah. You know, and yes. hey, we've got new live stream guys, Coach Gomez and Coach Rotrammel last night yes. at the girls' game. Yes. Not gonna lie, probably owe them a six pack each for having to broadcast <laughs> that one last night. It was a little rough. Yeah, uh, you kind of took it on the chin there last night, didn't you, buddy? Yeah, it's kind of like my last date. It was pretty ugly. Yeah. So actually, my last date was kind of cute, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. A, just a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> But, but uh, no, I think those kind of those kind of things those kind of things happen. Man. It does, it does. We had some people out. We didn't yeah. have everybody playing, and not an excuse, just fact. Um, and, and 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 with this group that I've got this year, we're going to have to figure some things out. Yeah, you know, we've right. got new people playing. I mean, they they were on the varsity last year, but they're playing bigger roles, mm-hmm. trying to figure out who our scorers are going to be, who our decision makers are going to be, things like that. Right. And we struggled with that last night. We played a good Lytle team that pressed, 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 and made us play fast, and we had a hard time slowing down and didn't make good decisions. And That's well, not a good recipe for us. Last time I checked, uh, I think the Lytle's girls team is pretty talented too. Yeah, they, they've, they've got some, <laughs> some kids. One thing that they are is they are aggressive. Right. You know, they're aggressive. Now, I'll say this for my kids. We didn't do everything right, but we mm-hmm. sure played hard. Right. For the most part, we played really, really hard. We had kids sprinting. Trying to get back into plays. Every now and then, we had the occasional faux pas, which is going to happen. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, you can't complain about effort. You know, in fact, there were probably some that tried to do a little bit too much last night. Yeah. You know, uh, understandable. So understandable. When, when we get we get into the flow of things, we're going to figure some things out. You know, we're we're at the point in the season where we're fixed to have way more games than practices. Together. Right. You know, we're going to a tournament this weekend in Southside. We're fixed to have. Four to five games there, plus the one we just played, plus one previous. We're fixing to have seven games, mm-hmm. and we're fixing to have five practices, four practices together. Right, right. You know, so gotcha. yeah, it's 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 a process. It's going to take a little bit. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I they'll think figure so. it out. I mean, it's just you know, don't don't 
you know, not that I need to tell you this, but, but don't read too much into it. You know, no. I mean, I'm talking about no. the girls, yeah. the, y'all, you know, you, your coaches don't read much into it. I mean, it's, it's early. And like you said, got a lot of kids still trying to figure out exactly what their role is going to be and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's all going to work out and, and, Playing these tournaments and everything else early is one of the biggest ways to grow up. Absolutely, I so. think I think this week can be a huge week for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and, and we we talked about it today during film. You know, you've got to evaluate. You've got to do it with open eyes. You've got to be you know critique yourself. Mm-hmm. That, that's me included. Yeah, you know, I mean that's that's yeah. everybody. That's I everybody. told them I said it, it's it's a we and us critique, not mm-hmm. an I. Yeah, or they critique. You know. Um, so, you know, we, we've got to support each other and and we did, we mm-hmm. did a good job of that in practice, you know, and we're going to make mistakes we've got to play hard, play through it. And we've got to learn from those mistakes. Right. And we had a better practice today, you know, good. we watched some film before practice, which we usually don't do, mm-hmm. but I wanted to show them some things. And I, I think message was kind of received and, right. you know, um, did some good things. Yeah. I, I think a big part of it is too, I think, I think your girls, these girls want to win. Oh, I'm yeah. sure because they've been in your program for how many years now? Yeah. So they they want to win, and you know things aren't always going to go y'all's way, but you're going to bounce back because these girls, just like football players, just like anybody else, never sport and divine, they want to win. Yeah. You know they yeah. expect to win. They, they and they know the work that goes into it. They expect to win. You're exactly mm-hmm. right, and they put the work into it. Yeah. You know they've played club basketball during the summers for the last couple of summers. They've come up and they've mm-hmm. done skill sessions. And they've done stuff like that. You know, could we have done more? Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. but life happens, you know. Um, so they're going to get there. We're yeah. going to be pretty good. I think mm-hmm. we're going to be pretty good, you know. And uh, I have no doubt about that. It might not be the easiest road to get there, but I think sometimes that makes it more rewarding at the end. Yeah. And most of all, you know, I hope I hope the uh, broadcasters – or having this discussions with them, set with each other. Hey, yeah, you know, how can we get better? I you did, know, I did not talk to, I did not listen to the broadcast. Right. It's so I don't best. know. We probably didn't throw enough bounce passes, according to Coach Rotrano. That mm-hmm. was probably part of our issue. Right. Uh, Words, but probably. But I, I did listen to a little bit of it, and this is the one thing that we talk about this all the time. But <laughs> it's the dead horse. We're going to beat it to death. But the chief was talking about, hey, you know, football just ended. Friday, here they are on Tuesday doing a girls basketball broadcast. Right. And he's like, you know what? <clears throat> Coach Sessions, Coach Schmidt, all the guys that, that did the broadcast, they're out there doing that for us, and, and we want to pay them back. We want to help them, them out. And and that's what it's – you know, that's what's really great about Divine is we've got a lot of coaches that, you know, you could easily be like, well, that's not really my sport. I'm, but I'm going to go know, home. Yeah. Get and, some rest. You know, Chief's got – you know, Chief – Got the kids at home, yeah. you know, part of the time. You got Road Trammel, who's got two little ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, appreciate the heck out of them stepping up and doing that last night. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's, you know, they don't know any other way either. I mean, yeah. you, you guys, you coaches in a small town, I mean, y'all, y'all wear a lot of different hats. And a big thing about it, what people don't realize is, a lot of it, y'all don't get paid for. No. So, no, no. you know. <laughs> and and we, we do get a little bit on the broadcast, but – uh, speaking yeah. of many hats, it's like the dash of the old big red machine. Remember, there were lots of hats on that bad boy. Yes. But yeah. But you're right. We do we do a little bit of everything. I mean, we're going to turn around and be the timing guys at track meets. We're mm-hmm. going to be, you know, the people that are like starting clerk, finish clerk, starters. I mean, it, it, we all do we all do it. And we do it for one reason. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's for the kids, for you know, kids at Divine. I mean, I yeah. thought you, I figured you thought I was going to say pay, but we don't <laughs> do it for the pay. You know, we we do it because because we love the kids. We love you know the kids that represent Divine, and you know we, we all get along as a staff. We really do. We have yeah. a good time, and if you know, if you enjoyable. didn't if you didn't love kids, there's not enough money to pay you. Correct. As much hours, many hours, y'all spend up there with the kids and all that stuff and everything else. You know, I'm just saying that because I know if somebody didn't like kids, they definitely would not sh- sign up to teach and coach. Yeah, so. and, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that would not know. be a wise career no. choice. No, because yeah, you no. don't get you don't get paid the big bucks now. No, but for the for the single ladies out there, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, big yeah, Papa I, Pump I, is your I, hookup. I, I, I do okay. <laughs> I mean, I could probably get you a, a like double cheeseburger at McDonald's, yeah, yeah. maybe hot and spicy. You know, I thought you were gonna say, "Give me hot to all my peaks and my freaks." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna be big Papa Pump no, out there. Yeah, I don't so. want anybody to holla if they can hear me. Holla if you hear me, boy. That guy, if nobody that guy if, if was don't and get, still is off his rocker. If people don't get like '90s wrestling, they're gonna have no idea what oh, we're talking and about th- here. Then you know they're gonna be highly disappointed because I'm gonna be just dropping you know little little. Uh, when you talk, you know, little, you know, tidbits, you know, oh. from time to time, because I am watching, I watched all of 1997, and now I'm on 1998 WWF Raw. Oh, okay. On Peacock. Oh, yeah. That is whenever wrestling was legit, dude. Uh, that That is referred to as the Attitude Error. Is yes. that correct? And, yes. and, and that, was, that was. That was, to me, that was the glory days of professional wrestling. Dude, I mean, I just, I, I stopped watching it shortly after. Because it just wasn't fun for me because I'm forgetting just how nuts they were. Like DX, I mean, all that. Goodness gracious, man. And Nation of Domination, all those guys, the stuff they would say and do. Well, well, and and that's the same same time where you had WWF competing with WCW. Yes. You had Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. You had Nitro. You had... All kinds of stuff going on, and there was that was some interesting times. Yes. You had the rivalries and the people changing from one to the other, and yes, a lot of, a lot yes. of interesting stuff. I actually went to WCW Nitro. Was it Nitro mm-hmm. in the Alamo Dome? My first year teaching, ninety seven, ninety eight. Dude, awesome. I went with Lewis, awesome time. Lewis Travis, I think Billy V went with us. Billy Burrell, mm-hmm. um, and we're up there. We're having a good time, and we're like the people next to us. It was a couple, and like. All, all the uh, he had a few beverages, and all I hear was like, "Hey, hey give me a kiss, huh? yeah, I'm in I was like, "What's going on over here?" And I was like, "Dude, y'all paid good money for these seats, you know? I might want to watch wrestling." But what was interesting about it is we were like up in the top corner, and we could see behind, we could see behind the the curtain, you yeah. Know? Like it was mm-hmm. like the Wizard of Oz. We were the men behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And those wrestlers would like, and it was a, in the Alamo Dome. It was a long entranceway. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And those guys would fight all the way to the back to the curtain, <laughs> and then you'd feel them like you'd see them like shake hands and be like, "All right, man, all right, hug yeah, it out." Like, and then they like walk yeah. off. It's like good, good show, man, good show. And it's like, what? It's not real. What? What? <laughs> what? I don't even believe what you're saying right now, Jim. Yeah. So I think you're just trying to ruin it for me. Now, so you, you want to know the real reason why we went? Why we wanted to see the Nitro Girls. That. Hey, you can't. Hey, you know what? I can't hate. I can't. I can't hate on you for that, dude. The I'm natural girls were definitely uh, unique. Yes. So you know, but so. 
but yes, I mean, I'm, I'm watching that and I'm just laughing. I'm rolling. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's hilarious. The days of Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock. When I started watching it, he was actually the ringmaster, Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Yeah. You know, and Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man, was his, his you know, manager and stuff. And uh, came out like with the blonde flat top, like buzz cut and like no facial hair or anything. And it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, you always like the transformations in professional yes. wrestling. Oh, and then Triple H is the blue blood, yes, and stuff, and like yes. does the bow and has the has yes. the music and stuff yeah, and everything. And now he like walks out and like spits <laughs> water out or whatever out in, yes. in the middle of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so stuff. I think I want to start doing that for basketball games. Basketball. I think you should. Yeah, I think you should. I think it'd work out well. We got to get a microphone fixed at DSAC to be able to do that. Yeah, it's a little bit on the down. I'll go it's up a there. Sickly. Hey, I'll go up there and I'll play the NWO music for you when you, so you can come out like that. You know, yeah. You I was and the girls about doing like some Wolfpack. Yes. Like walking out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's some hey, good stuff right there. No, dude. Cut the lights out and, uh, this, yeah. and then just. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play it on the jumbotron yes. we got in the gym. Yes. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, man. So it's been busy. Uh, you know, you. You know, had a game last night. I had, you know, back surgery today. See, hey. see how committed we are? Yeah. Hey, I didn't know, you know about the back so, surgery. Yeah, had the old back surgery, second one. Yeah. Second one in six months. Well, you're, you're, doing, you know, you're doing mighty fine for having surgery today there, buddy. Well, uh, no, rest, no rest for the weary, you know. <laughs> so, Amen to that. And I can't, you know, just not show up and just, you know, cheat our fans that way. You know, true, so. true. So I guess later or not, I'm not going to be able to like give you the tombstone power driver. No, you're not. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but you're not going to get much of a fight back. So, you know, I think if I did that, we'd have to call two EMS units to come out here. As a matter of fact, before I left to come over here, I was watching Kane Tombstone Paul drive the Undertaker. Ah, the brothers to become the number one contender to fight Stone Cold. Yeah. And listening to Stone Cold and Vince McMahon banner back and forth at the table during the commentating was just absolutely oh, golden. I'm sure it so. was great. I'm sure. <laughs> so. Hey, one, one guy that gets sold short, I think, during that time is Jerry the King Lawler. He was awesome. He, he was like the big time heel. <laughs> he, oh, my gosh, it was hilarious. Yes, he was like. Tell him, Vince McMahon, man, do you got something that can shut this guy up? And Stone Cold's like, who are you talking about? Uh, nobody. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Stone Cold said some other colorful words. but, uh, but Absolutely, yeah. You know, the one complaint I do have about that is, is do you realize how many people got fired because they probably thought it was cool to go talk to their boss the way Stone Cold talked to Vince McMahon? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, uh. But anyways, man, I mean, yeah, I guess since the last time we talked to everybody, um, we had a playoff uh, football game. We did. Um, we had the all-district selections. And uh, <clears throat> tell you what, man, that game on Friday night was a heartbreaker. Yeah, it was. You know, um, great, great comeback by the War Horses in mm -hmm. that one. Uh, you know, Ingleside, you know, they played well. They they yeah. caught they caught some breaks and and mm -hmm. they caught some breaks in the first half and yep. they took advantage of each break they got yes you know and they got a they got a what a seventeen to seven lead on us yes kicked a field goal right before the half to do that but the second half was pretty much all warhorses I mean really it was Ingleside I, scored the very first drive and then the warhorses like put it in overdrive and they got after it yes they did and. One thing that I was impressed about, and, and, and this is something that's actually impressed me a lot about the coaching staff that we have here in Divine, is 
you when they go into these games, you know, these situations, and um, you know, teams take away like their their number one weapon, or they take away their game plan. Sure. And they're able to change things up. I mean, and uh, you know, I just they they you could tell the Ingleside basically said. They, they, you could tell they watched the the, the Crystal City game, game video, well, you know, and said you're not going to run on us. <clears throat> Correct. You know, and well, and that's smart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's no. absolutely smart. And then what does what does our coaching staff do? Okay, you know, hey, we'll just throw it all over the field to yeah. every eligible receiver we have. Yes, and uh, and of course, you can't do that as a coaching staff if you don't have the players that can do it as well. And right. so, I mean, I, I give the coaching staff. Credit for saying, hey, okay, we're going to adjust and we're going to do this, this, and this instead of this. Great. And then I give even more credit to the kids going out there and executing it. I'll tell you, you what, know, Brady Hack was tossing it all over the field. I'm Like, Brady Hackerville had, like, over 600 yards passing in the last two games. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, 57 touchdowns. <laughs> so, it seemed like you know, it. So, I yeah. mean, but, I mean, you know, again, I'll say this. I mean, I know the coaches won't, won't say this and, or anything, but – you know, we got some really tough calls go against us this year in some really big games, you know. We and, and, I we mean, did. like that, that pass play, you know, right before halftime, that Ingleside guy. I don't know. I haven't seen the film. I haven't slowed it down, watched it. But, man, by the naked eye, it looked like the guy was out of bounds. Yeah. You know, and then late in the game, we're driving, we're fighting back into in it. I think we have Ingleside kind of, you know, losing a little bit of confidence in themselves a little bit. Like, man, these guys will not go away. Maybe we're not good enough to beat them. Right. And we throw a ball to Ethan. Santos makes a good catch, comes down with it. Kid looks like he kind of jumps on top of him, takes the ball away. The ref gives it to that kid. Yeah. You know, I just, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen the film. I haven't seen right. it, you know, in yeah. slow-mo or anything like that, but that's what it looked like to me. Um, and, you know, did we turn around and hold them? And did we turn around and get the ball back and go back and score? Yeah. But how much time did we lose right there? Right, you know, and whenever right. you're battling down from two scores, you need every second you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, it's a cliche, but you know, we lost the game, but really we ran out of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what happened. I think oh, yeah. you know, if you have another two minutes, I think the War Horses have a chance to go win that one. Yeah, and do we have you those know? two minutes if if they don't make that call against Ethan? Correct. Right. You, know, you know, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know. Um, but uh, no quit in the horses. No. that's for sure. No. Um, I mean, very very proud of that group. And, you know, like Coach Gomez said the other night, he's out here with us, we were the youngest and we were the smallest team mm -hmm. in every game we played this year. Every game. And dang, you're the meanest, mm -hmm. pretty much. And honestly, if you look at Ingleside's kids God. and you look at our kids, I mean. I think their center was a little bit bigger than ours. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, that center was like, he was huge. That number 70 kid. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, does yeah. our center outwork that kid? I, yes, yeah. I, I mean because you know. I specifically watched that position because of the difference in size. Yeah, and you know, congrats to Ingleside. I mean, they yeah. they they did enough. They did what they needed to do mm -hmm. to win the game, and you know, they managed the first half great. You know, deferred the kickoff and got a stop, and yeah. they did everything they needed to do. Set themselves up, go yep. up twenty four to seven with the first half with the first score in the second half. But you know. <sighs> But after that, it was pretty much poodle war horse. Yeah. I mean, when they get out 24-7, you're sitting there going, golly. I mean, you know, I've I've followed that district closely throughout the year because I knew that's who we were going to face in the first round. 
and you saw some of the the, the points, some of the teams they were beating. And when, it, when they got up, when they got twenty four seven, I was like, God dog. I mean, maybe maybe they are this this much better than us. I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but maybe that's the case. And we just came back, boom, scored. You know, boom, yeah. scored. I mean, yeah. it just it was like you're going to have to play four quarters to beat us. Yeah, and, and you know, you know. So, like I said, time ran out on us. Mm-hmm. You know, great season by the War Horses. Yep. Eight and two in the regular season, eight and three overall. I mean, there's a lot of schools in the state of Texas that will gladly take that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, you know, it was it was bittersweet. You know, you you see ten seniors out there. Mm-hmm. You know and that you know your heart feels for those guys. Oh yeah. Uh, but then you also look down that roster and you're looking at like sophomores, freshmen, and you're like, okay, we're not going anywhere. No, great, so. great seasons by the sub varsity teams. Yep. When we had a freshman team, they had pretty much beat everybody they played on their schedule, lost one game, but came back and won against that same team a little bit later. Yeah. JV was 9-1, and one, lost the last game against Crystal City. Your your son's playing on the eighth grade team. That team was going undefeated this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, you put a couple of those groups together, and I think there's going to be some good stuff for Warriors. Probably going probably gonna to be pretty good, huh? I think we got a chance to be pretty good. Yep. Which is great because that's going to put Coach Sessions into – Coaching a basketball tournament and then going to a live stream playoff game and doing all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff like that. But I will gladly be exhausted this time of the year for something like that. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, in, in the uh, district superlative rewards, you know, and stuff, there we were represented very well. Um, you know, you talked about those seniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, our, our senior quarterback, you know, Hack gets, you know, first team all district quarterback. Um, and, and much deserved. Very much deserved. And um, Hayden Dubos, who, like I said, he was the lightning rod for the team all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he gets, he, yeah, he gets first team all district fullback. Um, Mason Martinez, he's a senior, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a senior. Uh, he first team all district tied in. Cannonball, first team all district center. You know, very much deserved. The absolute smallest center center in probably, you know, the history. In well, history. In every game we played this week, this year for sure. Every hey, week. I mean, the, it's one of The cannonball would make Jesse Esparza, the vulture, look, you know, <laughs> like, and he was he was pretty undersized in his day. Yes, he was. Um, Jared Fernandez, unanimous first team all district uh, tackle. Peyton Carr, first team, uh, second team all district tied in. Um, Hayden, Brumage, Hayden Brumage, uh, second team all district tackle. Um, Xavier Contreras, second team all district uh, receiver. So I mean, it's I mean, you naming all these names, you're sitting there going, I mean, every single one of these kids, you know, d- were deserving, you know, and and uh, dude, and this, this is going back to the game, but dude, Xavier Contreras, like he got some touches in the second half, like dude, still would be running if he could, like he yeah. was like, I'm not going down. No, this, I know this could be my last game. I am not going you, down. You I could was tell. With that. You could tell he had a great season, and and he was one of those kids that for three years on varsity pretty much did whatever they needed him to do. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. played a different posi- a different position every single year. Hey, that feels you like know? me back yes, in the day. Yes, it's kind of like hey, wherever you need me to help us win, yeah. just yeah, very do unselfish, it, you know. Kid. But uh, both the sophomore running backs, both of them got were very uh, and and of course and secondary players. Both of them got representation on both sides of the ball. Cool. Um, Ethan, Ethan Santos was first team both ways. Um, Gabe Esquivel was second team both ways. I mean, and like I said, people need to remember these kids are sophomores. Yeah, you know exactly. They're you know they can't even drive a car. Most of them yet. 
You know, or well, at least at least shouldn't be not, driving not a legally. car. Not yeah. legally. Sam Guardiola, second team all district on defense, you know. Um Brandon Martinez, second team all district on at linebacker. Um Carter Fobble, who freshman. is a freshman, got, you know, um offense and newcomer. So oh, wow. so, you know, I mean, yeah, um offense and newcomer of the year and um Shoot, man. I mean, it, the list goes on and on, I mean, of kids that, you know, Luke Friesenhan, uh, what's it, uh, Colt Hackabill, Hack's little brother. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, th- all these guys are just, you know, guys that you saw just kind of find their niche on the on the team during the season and just get better and better and better. Look, I mean, Luke, look at the play. I mean, he didn't get credit for it, but that, but that throw on that fake punt against, against Carrizo, mm-hmm. I mean, that was beautiful. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. and the onside kicks that he had, goodness gracious, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, anyways, I mean, like I said, you know, just very well represented, um, you know, in in the uh, in the all district, you know, stuff, and and uh, just proud of the kids, very absolutely. very proud of the kids, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and you know, proud of the coaching staff. You know, we were always, like I said, smallest team out there. We were always the youngest team out there, and a lot of times it looked like. We schemed really well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I yes. mean, it was kind of like we, we, we schemed for those deficits and, and did a great job there. So, you know, very proud of, of those guys. Um, very proud of the kids, the hard work that they put in. And, you know, um, you know, got to yeah. give a shout out to the seniors for what they did. Yes. And, you know, the rest of them are coming back and you know they're fixing to get at it in off season and, mm-hmm. and uh, be ready to go. Yeah. Going, going back to the scheming thing, you know, and it's like just because you lose a game – you know, people out there doesn't mean that you don't have a good scheme. I mean, we the scheme we had against Carrizo was good. We yeah. just didn't execute it, and yeah. that and that happens when you coach high school kids. Yeah, you know oh, that's yeah. no fault of the high school kids. Doesn't mean they no. weren't going hard. No, you know exactly. And then exactly. and then our I mean, that was one of the best called games on both sides of the ball that I've seen in Divine in a very long time against Hondo. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like every button we pushed was just, just golden. Was the the button? Know? Yes, and uh, and to do it against Hondo, you know, one of the oldest rivalries in the state of Texas, in Hondo. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, it's like you know, all credit. I mean, all credit to the to coaches and the kids in that night, and then in the Ingleside. I mean, we we dialed it up, man. I mean, the second half we got big stops when we needed to. We did, and we made big plays on offense whenever we were back. You know, with our backs against the wall. Yeah, so, absolutely. absolutely. It's never fun losing. No, and nothing no. you can say is gonna is gonna make the coaches or those seniors feel any better. No, but they went down. They they, what I said. They you know they say the old thing about the Warriors. They went down on their, they went down on their shield. They yeah. went out. They went out on their yeah. shield. Yeah. They definitely did. Yeah, you know. So well, you know, n- nobody in our district wins a by district game. No, this season, a couple of them were pretty bad. Yes, you know, and that's that's not taking anything away from the seasons that, that our district had. Yeah. But, I mean, it just it was a fact of life that it just it was a tough draw. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, you know, that, that happens sometimes. And, you know, UIL went to big school, small school. Okay, that's great. And then I think they need to. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you start looking at the realignment stuff, you know, we're a district of five, and our by district is a district of eight. Mm-hmm. You know, so – just by the numbers alone, math alone, you're going to have more good teams in a district of eight, yeah, probably than than you could in a district of five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know, it, it it's you know if you're playing another district of five, you might be playing a one and nine team or or a two and eight team. Yes. You know, hey, we went and played an eight and two third place team. Yes. And Carrizo went and played a seven and three fourth place team. Yes. You know, 
that's a, that's some of the things people don't don't understand on it. And you know, and then oh, sessions, you're just making excuses for them. No, no our, and our coaching facts. staff, our, our <laughs> coaching staff does won't use that as a, as no. an excuse. No, you know, but that's the reality of it. You know, and and that's what it is. It's the cards you're dealt. Just like life, you got to play the cards you're dealt. Yeah, you know? you're. I mean, you're looking at a district coming up. They had two teams that were in the playoffs. The first place team and the fourth place team with Sinton and Portis both have a very large, very tradition of football tradition, a successful tradition in the playoffs in football. I mean, you know, th- those two teams are routinely in the playoffs, and not only in the playoffs, they are routinely, you know, playing after Thanksgiving. When you're playing at or after Thanksgiving, you're a pretty good yeah. team. Oh, absolutely. So, hey, so. you want to have some fun? Lewis Stroud's calling me. We could actually put him on the Bluetooth on the – Do it. Nah, we better not because there's no telling. Lewis <laughs> might start off with some type of story. So, we'll call him back here in a little bit. Like his cousin picking him up from the airport? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, hey. And the car wrecking down? <laughs> hey, com- completely changing the subject here, but now that we're talking about Stroud and officials. So, I'm helping Coach Eads. You know, he's he's the new head varsity basketball coach for the boys. Yes. And he's like, man, I, I got to get on the arbiter and check officials. Can you can you walk me through that? Because it's something he's never done before. It's like, yeah, sure. It's not hard. And so, we start looking at it. He's got a home game on Friday. He opened it up. He's like, dude, I got Will Hellams coming up as one of my officials. No. I was like, oh, the captain. I may go to that just like boo him, just boo him <laughs> out of the stadium, I mean, out of the gym, just do whatever I can to get yeah. him to throw me out. But, yeah. but no, but hey, as much grief as I give him and and you give him and we give each other back and forth and everything else, he's a good ref. He is. He, he is. He, you know, he, might, he might be a little rusty, but no, he does a yeah. great job. Hey, he remember before he shut it all down with his knee injury. Yeah, he was an alternate at the state tournament. Yes, he was. He was one of the you know selected by the chapter. So. You know, he does a great job, and I'm sure he'll get back into it and get going. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait to give him a little bit of grief, too. Yeah. So, so captain. Yeah. Captain. A little old, I think, to have anybody saying my my, my, my good-looking friend over here. Yeah. Now it's my gray and wrinkled-up yeah. friend. <laughs> captain Boring. That's right. <laughs> Only Will can be working down at Falcon Lake or whatever it was. As a law enforcement official. As a law enforcement official and have a pontoon boat with Matt Krachinski riding by and just hears a random Captain Boring. <laughs> never stops, just keeps on going. You know, so. Yeah. Oh, Captain. That's yes. some good stuff right there. But, uh, hey, well, let's transition real quick. Another sport that just ended at the high school was volleyball. Coach Leanne McIver and them. Yes. Three rounds deep into the playoffs. Got eliminated by Cal Allen. Uh, one game before the regional tournament. So they were able to release their all-district stuff. There's going to be a little bit of a theme here. Uh, <laughs> MVP for the district, Riley Escobel, who's a sophomore, and Macy Hine, senior, like co-MVPs. Wow. And honestly, like those two meant a lot to the Raven right. volleyball team. Yeah, Macy, of course, being the senior setter, Riley being the sophomore outside hitter. Mm-hmm. You know, So co-MVPs there, that's absolutely awesome. Not a shocker. No. And then <laughs> defensive MVP for the Arabians was Avery Cruz, number two, our libero. I call her the little one because she's like all of about five foot one, five foot two. But hey, there you go. Plays on the court like she's about, you know, at least five six, five seven. No. <laughs> for for a back row player. Plays big in the back row. Right. She was defensive MVP. And then first team we had sophomore Brooklyn Miller, who was our other outside hitter. Uh senior Elena Gerlock. 
and then junior Christina Morales, who's another one of our back row players. Uh, and then Elena was a, one of our first, our front row players, right side, left-handed, uh, big leader for that team. And then second team, we had Bailey Arpeza, who was a junior, senior, Darren Alvarez, and then uh, freshman, freshman, Scott Blanton. So, you know. Yes. You start looking at that. and Yeah, they're going to lose a couple of key parts, but there are a lot of kids coming back for the mm-hmm. Raven volleyball team. Hey, you want to hear something even crazier? Academic All-District for the Raven volleyball team? <laughs> We've been it looks going, like the whole team over there. <laughs> pretty much. We've been going for 32 <laughs> minutes. It's probably going to be 50. By the, now, Darian Alvarez, Scott Blanton, Avery Cruz, Elizabeth De Los Santos. That's the manager, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riley Cruz, Elena Gerlach, Macy Hines, Cece Martinez, Brooklyn Miller, Christina Morales, Bailey Orpeza, Brianna Torres, and then another one of the managers, Michaela Pettis. So, so 11 players and two managers, academic all district. Not bad. Not bad. No, not bad at all. So next time, if you want to save some time, read the ones that didn't get it. Yeah. Well, so, you know. Yeah. So you know, it wouldn't be many. So, <laughs> so I know. Yeah. I didn't get that list for the war horses. I wish I would have because that's yeah. that's well even more important. When, when you, you read know? that list, you're talking about the student athlete. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know the student yes. part of athlete. And, you know we like to I, we I like think, to fancy ourselves as 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 you know having scholar athletes, not just athletes. You know. That's true. And, and uh, that, again, that is a testament to kinda, the kids and the coaches. Yeah, kind of like you were back in the day, a scholar athlete. I wasn't much of an athlete. <laughs> so. nor, nor scholar. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, yeah. what, you know what we didn't talk about on Sad. the football awards? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear academic, I mean, I didn't hear all district, like play-by-play guy or color commentary. I want to have to talk to Coach Gomez about that. Jim. I talked to the coaches about that. Yeah, uh, they just they didn't want to break my heart. I get it. They uh, they said that whenever they put all of them out there, the y'all just didn't make it. Y'all didn't have enough votes. Uh, 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 that you know? makes sense. So you know. Well, you know, we did call ourselves better than nothing broadcasting sometimes. So <laughs> yes, you know. yes. So you know, and I think the people around the district were sitting there going, "They think they're joking, but really, truly, it's true." So you know. Yeah. So, but uh. But no, very, very well represented, man, and Absolutely. Uh, and Absolutely. very well deserved. I mean, I don't think you can look in there at, at volleyball or the football and be like, "Man, that kid made it." You yeah. know? What I mean? no, like, no, no, I agree. So I agree a hundred percent. So you know, hey, and yeah. and you know, to give out, go back to the broadcast real quick. I got to give out some awards like Matt Balderrama, Lorenzo Morales, Roger Gutierrez helped us out the last game, Jonathan Lowe. Those dudes were like all district, everything for us. I mean, they did a little bit of everything. Joseph Sadler, you know, <laughs> you, you got up there. You were always our score guy texting in. Like when I end the, the night with like 47 text messages, I open up your text and it's like, oh, I'm down to four. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was <laughs> yeah. just because I was telling you you sucked the whole time. But <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it so. was always – it was constructive criticism. That's, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, texting in scores and stuff. And, and all the people that sent in text and – yeah. And, you know, Facebook messages and Twitter alerts. And, I mean, I, I find stuff still to this day like, oh, so-and-so texted in during the Pleasanton game. Didn't get to that one. Right. right. So, <laughs> but lots of – You can see lot, it right now. Say, oh, and yeah, by the way, yeah. in the third quarter of yes. – <laughs> yes, Gus Puente's uncle, Eddie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Sheena, uh, Sheena Trailer is now Sheena Pate. She sent something in. I never, I knew it came in. Yeah. I never could find it on my phone. And I finally right. found it like – on one of the private messages on Facebook Messenger to DHS <laughs> Broadcasting or something. I was like, heck, I didn't even know I could do this. So, yeah. uh, But we had people from all over the place text in and, and watch and support. And 
You know, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool to see that. You know, I know Louis Ortiz, buddy of yours, mine yeah. from Tampa, Florida. Yeah. You know, so. he's constantly, constantly, you know, following, uh, you know, Jeff Navarro's constantly following. Who's, who's. We have people from California. We have people from the Carolinas. We have yeah. people up in, you know, yeah. a lot of fun. Know, Lot, lot Mark, of stuff. Marky Navarro always yeah. in, in South Dakota giving us well, the weather update. Say, the weatherman, Mark yes, Navarro. Yes, like one of the dang Dakotas up there. But I mean, it's just it's amazing because the the world's gotten so much smaller, you know. Oh yeah. And to where to where it doesn't matter where you are, you can still be, you can mm-hmm. still be that number one fan. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And to not only be a fan, you're also participating. You get to participate yeah. now. Yeah. You hey, know. So speaking of number one fan, my. Saturday morning phone calls with Bob Campsey might be coming to an end now, you yeah. know, but he would always call me Saturday morning and tell me what he thought of the game. He loves the Warhorse mm-hmm. football. Always. You know, so, hey, Coach Navarro's calling in now. Hey, he heard us talk about the Navarros. Yeah, he want, he wanted a, a shout out there. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of that, yesterday we're at the JB basketball game and Jeanette Navarro, her daughter, Holy is playing. Yeah, yeah, as a freshman, I think. Or really, sophomore, yeah, Dakota. So I just got a, a deal on my phone that my my watch here, my Apple Watch popped up and said, "Are the Yankees ready to spend big?" Uh oh, who are they going after? I don't know, but Carlos I mean, Correa, whoever. I want them to go after everybody. <laughs> oh wait, he doesn't so, strike out enough. Sorry. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, they're only going to go after right-handed power hitters that strike out <laughs> yeah. as much as they hit. Okay, yeah. so yeah. You know, but but uh. No, it's it's fun, man. It's fun. I mean, I remember you know being up in the booth uh, with you before I got fired. Um, there were times where me and you would be laughing so hard we almost <laughs> couldn't call the play. Yes. What was going yes. on? That so, was when it was just radio. Yes, so, we, we were. Yeah. Yes, because so, Jeffrey and them started sending in. Yes, like, like quotes from uh, the Top Gun and everything. Yeah, I mean, just, and uh, what was it? Young uh, Guns, Tombstone. What's, what's El Wapo with the three? Amigos? Oh, the three amigos. <laughs> yes, that was in Carrizo. I'll never forget that because yes. I was looking for a, a paper bag. Dude, I thought I was going to hyperventilate. I was laughing so hard. So, yeah. but uh, and that—that's yeah. what made the broadcast fun. Bragging about mm-hmm. the kids, and then having everybody text in and, and all the commentary and the interaction with people was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was I was really sad when Schmitty and I were were packing everything up on Friday night. It was just kind of like, man, I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, I want to miss it. So, yeah, good stuff. You know, good stuff. But you know what? No rest for the weary. You know, we, no, you know, you got no. basketball going now, and as Jay Z uh, would say, on to the next one. I see. I know we we're talking about the greatest rappers of all time. We did not mention Jay-Z, but I was never a big Jay-Z I know, fan. I, know. I never did get that one either. That was a, a little bit later than our prime day. Like my prime day for, for rap was when it was like West coast rap versus East coast. Yes. Rap. Yes. Notorious B I G on the East coast. And you had like Tupac and yes. Gray Snoop. All eyes all, on me, dude. That's it. So, I mean, ice cube, little NWA. Dude, NWA is the one they, they do. They set the table. Yeah. For all that. Fun fact, Jason Archie and I one time got tasked with DJing a dance like our freshman year in high school. And we decided we were going to play some of the songs from the NWA cassette, mind you. Because we thought one side was like the radio edit and the other side was the real side. And yeah, that didn't go real well. (laughs) Wilbur, what are you doing? What are you thinking? There like, is no. I was there like, is I no. don't think this is the radio edit, dude. No, 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 Jamal, I didn't is, even know there was there was a radio edit for NWA. I don't, I don't know if that's possible. I don't, I don't you think wouldn't even was. understand the song. 
No. <laughs> it would just be dead Rolling air. Rolling down the street in my six uh, well, fold. That, that was a little easy, though, wasn't I, it? But the yeah. same thing. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. We straight gangster here. I mean, I'm sitting there going, rolling down the street, my six four. The next line you can't even say. Yes. We can't yes. even say it here. Yes. Or like, <laughs> and we own this equipment. I was like, Jason, let's <laughs> stop playing this one. So yeah. That's when we used to go DJ with like dual cass- like cassette players. You know, yes. like play one tape and then have the other and just fade the volume in and out. We weren't we weren't high tech with the with the obviously there was no fathers there like me no, no. that would have been up there beating y'all with a broom <laughs> yeah. handle. Yeah. Well, what, what's bad is, like, I think we were just trying to make as much money as we could. So, they're like, hey, who's got some CDs and some tapes that want to come up and DJ? This guy. Jimbo. I was like, okay. So, you were even getting volunteer for stuff back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Hey, speaking of getting volunteer. Y'all didn't get the, y'all didn't see, y'all didn't play the police song by NWA? No. What, what their no. thoughts of the police no. were? No. <laughs> what was it? Free the police or something? I don't yeah, remember. something like that. Yeah. It yeah. was something that started with an F. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, we 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 did not go there. We we knew it a little bit better than yes. that. So, yeah. But hey, speaking of volunteering stuff, Coach Schmidt is back in action as one of the boys' basketball coaches. And boys' basketball got started yesterday. I know we talked a little bit about the girls, but boys' yeah. basketball went down to Dilly, Dilly, Dilly. Mm-hmm. Dude, shouldn't they name their gym the Pit of Misery? I think so. I mean, it's only logical, right? It's got my vote. I I would think so. So, but anyway, uh, they went to Dilly last night and. Um, Varsity lost by one. Oh. And <laughs> Coach Schmidt, I talked to him and Coach Eads a little bit. He's like, yeah, we had some dudes that looked like they just got through playing football on Friday night and Sweet. came out and played basketball on so Tuesday. we lost the game by one, but we won the game in the trenches? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, th- I think we, we led the league in pancakes. Yeah. Did they say, you see this right here? Yeah. This, this, this is, is the jungle. jungle. <laughs> this is the jungle. So I explained to Erica what the jungle was today. Yeah. Yes. I said uh, – you know, you know, old uh, Uncle Jim and his uh, cohort, you know, Don Don Beck, both got moved up as freshmen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, young, naive. Ba- basketball. Yes, basketball. basketball yeah. Young, naive, wet behind the ears. Yep. I said. And, and we were met by a sultry said, veteran. I said, and all I need to say is that Justin was playing basketball. So that I'll tell you pretty much where this is going right here, you know. Yes, but, that, that'd be your brother, Justin. Yes, Justin yeah. Saturday. And he said, come here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You see this right here? <laughs> this is the jungle. This is the jungle. No, you no co- nobody comes in the jungle without leaving with a mark. Yes. So you you <laughs> come right. in, you come in on your feet, you leave on your back. Yeah. We're so. like, we got it. So I said, and uh, they said okay, and then they quickly found out that they weren't lying. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know, so yeah. I tell you what, that'll make you grow up as a freshman basketball player on the varsity team. Yes. Going in there and uh, venturing into the jungle yes. every now and then. Uh, yes, and, the, and one of the you up pretty quick. One of the starting posts is five foot and eleven, a, a, a five foot eleven and a half if he's lucky. Yeah, starting all lucky. district linebacker, middle linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jim, yeah. I mean, Justin said, "What was I supposed to do? I'm playing post. I can barely even grab the net when I jump. <laughs> yes, you yeah. know, and that's when so, the nets were like long. Yes, so you know, now they're like a lot shorter. So. so he didn't try to block many shots. He just pretty much tried to clothesline people. So you know, yeah, it's like I got yeah. five fouls. Yeah. When to use them? You know. At the football game the other day, I went down, had a little free time before, which is very seldom, but we got set up, got everything ready to go. 
went down to go get, you know, the traditional sausage wrap, hoping that no congressman come up and steal it. Yeah. Um, did that, and I'm walking in, I hear, Jimbo, and I look over, and it's O'Brien Satcher. O'Brien Satcher. And with O'Brien Satcher is his dad, Coach Larry Satcher. Yes. And so, you know, Coach Satcher's a little older now. He comes over, and he's looking, and I'm like, hey, Coach Satcher. He's like, hey, and, you know, he kind of doesn't recognize me yet. And I'm like, yeah, Jim Sessions, man, you know, your point guard. And, oh, quack, 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 quack. You know how he always laughed? <laughs> he just started laughing. He's like, I don't believe you're my point guard back in the day. I was like, yeah. But it was great. It was great yes. seeing them. Starting point guard. And we, we talked about that that year, my freshman year, Justin's junior year. About yeah. Really, we weren't very good. But, but we got better. And we ended up winning like – Four games in the second half of district or something yeah, like that. Yeah, y'all knocked off the number one team. Yeah, and then went on to parlay that into a couple of district champions. Co-championship the next year and then two more district championships yeah. after that. So, you know, it's kind of kind of what we're talking about. Those young yeah. kids, the best part of, uh, of a freshman is they become a sophomore. Sophomore becomes a junior. Yep, yep. On and on, so. Yeah. So, the varsity lost by one. Varsity lost the by varsity one. I don't know. I don't know what the score was or anything else. I looked on Huddle to see, and it actually Huddle had it tied at like forty three, forty three, or something like that. So I'm thinking it was mid forties. Right. But okay. yeah, Coach Eid said they had a couple of a uh, couple of chances, a couple of shots at the end of the game, mm -hmm. take the lead, just couldn't get anything to fall. Right. Uh, was pleased with the effort, and, and you know thinks it's you know it's going to be it's going to be a rough year in a way. You know they're going to have to figure some things out, some new systems, some. Mm -hmm. Things like that, and you know, of course, having one day of practice, things things yeah. get better. Yeah, you know, tends to be, tends to be rough. Yeah. So freshman JV have a tournament this weekend, Thursday, Friday for the boys. Mm -hmm. Varsity in action Friday, I think against Comfort. I think that's the right. game the captain's calling. And then for the girls, we've got our freshman JV in Pearsall this weekend. Okay. And then the varsity's going to the Southside tournament tomorrow. Cool. So um, four or five games this weekend for the varsity. I say I know I know the eighth grade boys play tomorrow. Um, that's their first game of the year, that's right? That's their first game of the year. And, like, the girls, it's like their 84th game of the year. Yes. Because they played two district games and a, <laughs> a three-game tournament, so it'll be their sixth game. So. You know, and I try to always, you know, help out and, you know, spread my knowledge at home with, you know, with Ty whenever he's playing, you know, getting ready to play something. You know, in football, we'll kind of go over the last week's film and, you know, we'll go over X's and O's and stuff. and. Then basketball season comes around, and uh, I pull him aside, and I tell him, Ty, you can't go up and down the court without dribbling. And make sure that y'all put it in the little round circle up there more than the other team, and y'all ought to be all right. Yeah, you do so, have to score a few more points yeah. than the other guys. And and whenever you're passing it, pass it to somebody wearing the jersey like yours and not the other team, and, hey, everything's cool. And yeah. try and, and only tackle one person, sometimes two. Look, we – We've got to have um, we've got to have Ty use a little restraint this year, okay? Because the eighth grade is going to play in the D sec, and honestly, we can't deal with broken backboards in the D sec, okay? And that wasn't because he dunked it like Shaq and <laughs> no, broke the backboard. No, it's because he yelled "Let it rain" one yes, time and threw yes. a missile off. Yes. <laughs> Actually, he got in midair. He didn't know what to do with it. And he was going to pass it. And he was like, "Well, I better was, shoot it." It was the guy behind's fault. He was trying to bounce it <laughs> yeah. off the backboard for yes. alley oop dunk, yes. and the guy didn't get up high enough. So, yeah. So, yeah. so you know, but I, I was actually more impressed with the shoulder, you know, check that he had, like the Robert Ory shoulder check, you know, on the on the sidelines. Yeah. yeah, and then turned to the yeah. ref like what? Yes, and then yes. it's all quiet, and Sanchez is like, 
Ty, <laughs> you can't do that. The kid went flying like into the stands and stuff. So, you know, I can't, I'm not going to lie. I was a proud father whenever he did that. Because I always tell him, you got five fouls, dude. Make sure you use them all. Yeah. Make them count. Yeah, I've got some kids that are trying to get to five really, really fast. I think my last basketball game, I flunked out. I flunked out. I fouled out before halftime. Yeah. Because I knew that was pretty much going to be it. And I fouled out before halftime, and I almost left my shoes out there on the court. <laughs> so, you know. Somehow. <laughs> you, you, were, you were doing, like, number 10 out before yes. it was, like, a thing on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. As a matter of fact, whenever Kobe retired, he stole my line. <laughs> so, yes, so. That, that what it was. Mamba out. So, of course, I was the albino Mamba, but, you know, yeah, you know you whatever. Know. But, you know, but uh, uh, the rest of it was very similar. Our games, you yeah, know, and everything. Yes, so, yes, yes. You know, Your game but, quite resembled Kobe's. It, absolutely. For sure. For sure. So, yes, Kobe had the, Kobe had the fadeaway, one-legged Kick back over your head, jump which shot. you could argue he stole from me. Yes, yeah, so you know he caught he caught film the Stroud League, you know, and so, but uh, but yeah, I think I was like, you know what, this was my farewell game, and I'm pretty much going to be done. I'm done with my farewells by halftime. So yeah, you know, so I uh, I gracefully fouled out before halftime. Well, that's good. That so, that takes some talent. Yes, I think I even got thrown out of a game of that year too. So, you know. Really? Yes. That's a story. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry I'm getting a couple of text know, messages in from some of the coaches trying to figure out some tournament stuff tomorrow. That's why I'm so, a little bit distracted over here. Yeah, I'm all bad. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It, it, I'm it just going to come middle. over there and freaking chest you know, chop you, you know and, what? and give you a woo. You know what? <laughs> Don't sing it. Bring, Bring it. it, Jabroni. Yes. Okay. <laughs> By the way, we're watching film today. Yeah. And in comes T. Roy. Tuttle to get the trash out of my classroom. And of course, in, you know. in true T Roy Tuttle fashion, he just pulls up a chair and watches film with us. Why not? You know, I would. So, you know, Jimbo? Yes. Do you mind uh, getting off your phone there, sir? I feel, like, I feel like I'm a teacher talking to a student here, sir. So, no, you haven't had to say that four times yet. <laughs> yes. <thank God. laughs> <laughs> Hashtag truth. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, T Roy, T Roy's the man. He's the man. Dude, T Roy is, man, that's like my spirit animal. Like, I just, there, there's some times where I'm just like, man, like a week in the life of Troy. Wouldn't you just like to see what a week in the life of Troy is like? Yes, that would, that would be. Yeah, I'd call that him would up. Be I'd call him up right now, but there is no telling what we would hear on this. And we don't have that delay button yet, do we? No, no, we don't. And I don't want to do a lot of editing tonight. <laughs> My goal is to actually put the memory card in the memory card slot and get this well, thing up. That would always be that would always be uh, you know advantageous. So, yeah, yeah, you know. So now nah, there you go. That that came out of nowhere there. I bet you there's a better way to do that next time around. We can probably yeah, Bluetooth so, it or something. But, yeah. you know, I was just, you know. We're going to get a copyright strike now because of that. So good Well, job, I was man. just, you know, because people can't tell, but I was giving you the people's eyebrow. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But, it's, uh, it's, but, been, uh, it's been, you know, it, it, it's, it's crazy. We finish up football. We finish up volleyball all within the same week. And then, like. There was so much going on forever, and now it's like you look around and it's like, okay, there's basketball. And basketball's busy right now. We've got tournaments and things yeah. like that. But 
really and truly, this is kind of the slow time of the year sports-wise for us at VHS. Yeah, and then you get rolling a little bit. Next thing you know, it's holiday season. So you know, Holiday season? So, hey, you yeah. know what? I'm ahead of the game. For once, I'm ahead of the game. I never took my Christmas lights down last year, so my Christmas lights are up. I just got to hook up a couple timers and flip a switch, and we are good to go. I am not real proud of that, but right now I'm very proud of it because I yes. do not feel like crawling up and down the ladder yes. and putting my Christmas lights up. Well, why do you think I strategically had back surgery today? Had <laughs> so. a baby. Dude, you got like you got the kids, man. Tell Typhus. Yeah, I mean, Typhus was doing the usual. He was training with, with Jacob because he, he never stops. Yeah. I mean, he, he – he literally goes from one sport to the next, and then when he has, like, 20 minutes free, he's usually doing something with Jacob, trying to get better at something. So, um, but uh, trust me, I know Eric will put him to work whenever he gets home, which he's probably home now, but, but, uh, but yeah. Dude, how about, how about the wife? Like, dude, I need a, I need a shout-out. A PI pulls off the upset, blah, 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 during the football broadcast. And, like, she was, like, all texting me. Who all cares proud, about All PI? proud of her tarpons. Okay, but I knew our game was going to finish before there, so no shout out for her. <laughs> well, I mean, I just just getting love, Erica. Don't beat me up next time you see me. Oh, I'll clearly say who cares about PI? I was going for Carrizo because well, I, I go for too. I go for our district yeah, team. Same. So I mean, I could care less about PI, yeah. but but uh, you know, kudos to them for winning. But yeah. I think that their dream season is going to come to an end this this weekend. So. They're yeah. playing the old Navarro Panthers. Yeah, I tell you what, and, and Ingleside's playing Wimberley. Yeah. That's going to be a tough game. I, our guys live scouted that Wimberley-Navasota game, said Wimberley is the real. Yeah. Game. Which, you know, hey, that's cool. Yeah, you you have some legit teams on our side. I mean, right right there, right there. I mean, you have Navarro, Cuero, Wimberley. I mean, don't you forget know, Sinton. Sinton's number six so, in the state. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's it's – if you make it out of there – you're you're legit, man. Yeah, yeah no, you, no joke. If you make it to the state semifinals, you hey. are legit. And you know what? If you're too legit to quit, Shut up. then you're one of the best rappers of all time. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> God, I don't like you. <laughs> you just reminded me that was the song we came out with to in eighth grade basketball. Too legit. Too legit. <laughs> don't do it. Stop. Stop. Oh. Where's, where's the volume for your mic? So, but uh, that's some good stuff. Yes, man. he was definitely a you know. Uh, a uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, he was definitely right in the thick of things in the in the gangster rap battle. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, you, know, you know, he actually he was employed with uh, with um, what is it? The one with Suge Knight, uh, Death, Death Row. Row. Death he, was, Row he was an employee. Hammer was. Yeah. Hey. Not Hammer, the first time around, but when he came back around, yeah. he was. He well, was wasn't there. Hammer like his fame claim to fame was like he was like a backup dancer or something. I, I, you know, I know Tupac was. Yes. Tupac was digital back, underground, yeah, man. Digital underground. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. to the humpy dump. So, but uh, yeah, Hammer. Whenever he kind of came back around and was trying to resurrect his career, he was. Well, there's with no Death better, Row, dude. No better way to do it than with Death Row Records. Yes, and Suge Knight, you know. Ask, it, ask Vanilla Ice about yeah, his encounter with Nothing but professionalism. Nothing but <laughs> yeah. professionalism. Yeah. So you know, hey. You didn't give us the. You didn't give us our our uh, our payment for you know getting you where you are. So we're just gonna dangle you over yes. over a balcony. Yes. Uh, so the eighth floor balcony, by yes. the way. Yeah. Yes. So you know that always yeah. works. Yeah. That's you know, what you call ethical business, right one, there, sir. One of my favorite lines of rap during that time was, "I was creeping and I'm creeping and I'm creeping." But my beeper kept beeping. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. well, I kind of yes, got caught because my beeper kept yeah, beeping. Yeah, I was kind of like, 
Are you okay. talking smack about Dr. Dre, dude? Dude, I love Dr. Dre. Like <laughs> that, my favorite, like my favorite time, like in college when MTV actually played videos uh-huh. was like, you'd go watch it and be like, let me ride by Dr. Dre. It'd be, you know, songs like that. And it was like, man, it was that. And it was when the Aerosmith resurrection kind of came <sighs> back. And then it was grunge. never been a big it Aerosmith. Was, it was the Nirvana and the Pearl Jam and all that. And dude, yes. that was a great time in music, man. Yes. Hey. You had Smell Like Teen Spirit. They played every two yes. minutes on MTV. <laughs> yes. So, And, you know, what's interesting about all that, you know what's coming back in style? Flannels. The kids at school are like decked out in flannels. It's well, like God the 90s bless them. all over again. And I'm like, yes. Are you going to have them watch yes, Reality I'm... Bites in your classroom? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't know. They might. They bring their Chromebooks in all the time. So there might be one. Who knows what they're watching on those. But Yes. Yeah, but no, it, it's kind of like uh, Megan Malone, Megan mm-hmm. Marsh. Yeah. A little bit younger than us. She's like, yeah. My daughter just went to school, put this on Facebook, like my daughter just went to school dressed like 16-year-old me. And she's like, and I'm not sad about it at all. Well, you knew it was coming because <laughs> yeah. they, they, they they started the whole, you know, party in the front, I mean, I mean business in the front, party in the back, mullets. So yeah. Hey, George Signs, man, some what, of the best hey, hair in the business there. What came right after that? You know, you had the grunge era coming, yeah, dude, so. and, the, and the gangster rap, you know, because if you look yeah. at, at a G-Thing and Dre Day and all that stuff yeah. off the Chronic uh, um, album, uh-huh. they were wearing flannel, too. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know. But, Snoop, uh, Snoop-a-loop. Come on, yeah. Snoop. Bring your green hat. The dog pound. Yeah. So, gin and juice, brother. Yeah. That's some good so, stuff, man. I mean, it was. Nothing but a G-Thing, baby. Yeah. That's, man. That, I. <laughs> How did I ever get that album in my house, dude? <laughs> how did I ever get that by my parents? And how did I ever, I don't think I ever played it in my house. Dude, yeah. dude I, I'm not real proud of this, but I got a copy from someone of the Two Live Crew album one time. Oh, my And Lord. I had it in my truck. And I think Gail went out and moved the truck while we were Ooh. mowing one time. And the album from Two Live Crew ended up in about 42 pieces. Just playing loud and proud, wasn't it, when she started uh, the engine? It might have been, yeah. In the old cassette tape. Yeah, the old tan flame, man. Yeah. Ah, that was a good truck. Yep. That was fun. But, uh, but, man, those albums, and Two Live Crew, if you look back on it now, was not very good. <laughs> no. They were not good. <laughs> no. They were just shock yeah. rap. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we don't have any talent, so we're just going to be so freaking outlandishly crude. Yes. That people are, that, that young, yeah. dumb or, teenagers uh, are going to buy it. A, a cool beat, you yes. know, catchy beat. Yeah, and that that was it. So, well, I mean, like you know, like like uh, Dr. Dre and Easy E said when they were starting uh, Ruthless Records, you lay down a good catchy beat, and the rest just takes care of itself. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and Dre was a master at that. So, yeah, yeah, Dre so. Dre's done well for himself. So, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's you know, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm so shocked that I ever even got that through the yeah. doors because walking into my house when I was a kid was like. You're walking through a metal detector to get inside. <laughs> yeah. And that metal detector was named Clark Earl Sadler. Yeah. You know, corkscrew. So, you know, but, uh, but, you know, I, gosh, just laughing. A big old plant on the front. We'll just leave it at that. You know, <laughs> yes. that pretty much yes. tipped you off to what yeah. kind of music you were yeah. buying. Uh, so, th- these are the dudes that are uh, made the parental advisory sticker yes. necessary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, they did. So. For good reason. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, but, uh, yeah, you had, I mean, around that time you had like G thing playing on, on MTV all the time. You had, you had, uh, 
smells like Teen Spirit playing like just oh, yeah. nonstop. Yeah. I mean, you had some Pearl Jam going. Pearl Jam alive, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and uh, God, it's great music. It was yeah. a great and, time and, to be alive. They, they played a lot of Aerosmith. I know you weren't a big fan, but no. the Alicia Silverstone video collection. I was a big fan of Alicia Silverstone. That was same, same. And, and I think and I watched that video because of Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, and then Liv Tyler showed up, and you're like, okay, okay, Steven Tyler, you done all right. Yeah, I'll just put it on mute. Yeah. Because so. I can't stand his voice. You know? So, hey, and I know hey. I'm in the minority because Aerosmith is very, very, very talented. And but what, was, what about like the, the breakthrough crossover rap album, like Run DMC? The, Dude. You know, with Aerosmith? I got to give stuff. my props to Run DMC. Yeah. I was told that I attended their, their concert one time at South Padre Island. I do not remember, <laughs> but I heard they were awesome. So. Hey, you've got a good story about Pearl Jam, too, right? Did oh, you attend yeah. the Pearl Jam concert? Yes. Just, just walked across from the hotel. Yes. Just, hey, this door's open. Let's see yeah. what's going on in here. My family was vacationing down in Tampa. You know, we were down there, and and uh, and I don't know what it was, but, of course, you know, we get to the lobby. The rest of the family take the luggage upstairs. Me and Dwight go to the bar, you know. <laughs> Imagine and that. So we're sitting there, and, you know, and then Justin comes down a little later, and we're all just sitting there talking, and, and I, I said, like, I was talking about, like, one of my biggest regrets is I, I've never seen Willie Willie Nelson in concert. Had, right, ta- yeah. had chances to. Right. And yeah, I said. He goes to the floors all the time. Yeah. and uh, Or and, did. Well, yeah, but now my bedtime's like 830. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so but, it was Willie's, but in the y- morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I said, and, and I'll never forget that I had a chance to go watch Pearl Jam when I was in high school before. I mean, yeah, they had taken off, but, I mean, right. that was before, yeah. you know. <clears throat> I said. And I was there telling, talking to Justin and Dwight about that, and and this table next door was like, "Oh man, so you're getting to go tonight?" And I was like, "What?" You know, and they're like, "Yeah, man, they're playing right there at St. Pete's Times Forum, whatever." Yeah, right across the street yeah. from where we're at. And me and Dwight just like made eye contact with each other, and we're like, "Yep, we know what we're doing." Try to tell Justin to go into it, but Justin was like, "Anything that came after ACDC was what, yeah, you know, that's sucked. true. That's true. So." You know, and, and so we just go walking over there. We're like, let's just, you know, we don't have tickets. They're sold out. Let's just walk over there, see yeah. if we can hear them from the outside. We get there, and, like, there's nobody outside. And <laughs> we're just walking, and I just reach over, and I pull a door, and it's wide open. And so me and Dwight walk in, yeah. just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going up the stairs. And next thing you know, we walk in. We walk in the walkway there, and we're literally, like, I could throw a rock and hit um, Eddie Vedder in the side of the temple. We're wow. that close, and yeah. and one of these people, one of the like the you know the wait is they, that how they came up with Stone Temple Pilots? Oh wait, that's a that different different group. band there. Yeah, my, my band. Yeah, but hey, somebody. Rock Stone yeah. Temple. Yeah, yeah, I, I got I you. I thought it was pretty crazy. I got you. I got it. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> carried on. Yeah, and uh, and one of the people, you know, like the the Seedum, what are they called? You know, the the, the uh, ushers. The ushers. There you go. Yeah. I, the guy, one of the, the greatest guy, rappers of all yeah, time. The, the, oh, RB guys of all time. Okay. Yes, and Puff Daddy was the greatest gangster <laughs> yeah, rapper of yeah, all time, too. Yeah, absolutely. So him now and, him now and, we're on the same page. Him and Mace. <laughs> so. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry. But, uh, and they're like, you know, do y'all have a ticket? And we're like, no, you know, we don't have a ticket. Okay, well, you're going to have to move. We're like, come on. You know, and this was when I had my long flowing locks yes, that I had yes. down past my shoulders and, and my goatee that, like, was down, you know, touching my sternum. And uh, and we're like, oh, you know, come on, you know, we won't, we won't, we won't be in anybody's way. We just want to watch. They was like, all right, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> and so we sit there and we watched an entire, literally, they were literally halfway through the first song when we got there. Nice. And we watched the entire concert. Sweet. All the way to the end. Yeah. Like their fifteen encores, yeah. you know, and they ended it with Yellow Ledbetter, which is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Well, let me so. ask you this: 
Favorite concert of all time. My favorite concert of all time. Well, that one ranks right there with it. I was going to say that has to be. A but good uh, one. I, had, you're probably going to laugh at me here, but I don't care. And people who hear this are probably going to laugh at me, but I don't care. One of my, okay, my top three. Um, my favorite was uh, Counting Crows. Okay. And when I was in college, front row tickets, right there. Senior Jones. Yes. And uh, which is not even like in my top 10 favorite County Crow songs, but, but yes, that's the one that everybody knows, but that one was awesome. Set right in the uh-huh. front row yeah. in college, no alcoholic beverages even being consumed, mm-hmm. nothing Just sit there and just listen to just fantastic music. And then uh, I went to go watch Smashing Pumpkins when I was in college at uh, the Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum. Oh, nice. One of the greatest concerts I've ever seen in my life, especially whenever, um, uh, Billy Corgan, who is a total prick, you know, but at the very end, he was like, I'll never forget this. He said, and all you people out there in the crowd that like to badmouth David Robinson, y'all can kiss my ass because <laughs> nice. he's a bad MFer. <laughs> and like just, I mean, I thought, the, I, thought the, I thought the roof was going to come and, off that place. David Robinson came on stage and was like, I want to pray for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. so I was probably more appreciative of that than, than David Robinson because David Robinson is one of my all-time favorite professional athletes. Correct, same. And so – um, but that, when he said that, I was like, okay, you know what? Cause I, Smashing Pumpkins weren't bad, right? but D- Billy Corgan was always just a tool, yeah. you yeah. know, probably yeah. still is. But when he did that, I was like, dude, you just got like a, yeah. a cool card, yeah. you know, at least for the rest of the day. Yeah. And then number one. Well, no, number one was Counting Crows. Oh, number one was Counting Crows. Yes. Okay. And, and then, then uh, Smashing Pumpkins. And yes. The and, and then the Pearl Jam concert, yeah. just cause I was a little older yeah. at that time yeah. already. So I want to, I want to go a little different genre than you probably all time best concert I've been to. Doug Stone? No. <laughs> no. Garth Brooks. Never dude, saw him. Dude could put on a concert. I mean, he th- it was in his yeah. days where he's running around and, and yeah. doing all kinds of stuff. And, My and parents went and saw him. Garth. They were like, he's amazing. Yeah, so. th- that was that was awesome. <coughs> uh, George Strait at the Alamo Dome. Never got to see that dude got, either. Got to see, got, got, to see, uh, got to see Doug Stone during all that. And then uh, another one, that, another great one was actually Garth Brooks at the Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum at the rodeo ah. right after his first number one single came out. So it was before the pre Garth mania. Right. And you know, everybody rode out in the pickup truck to the stage. Garth came out in his boots, waving the Texas flag, screaming and yelling, and, you know, and it was, that was, that was a pretty good concert. And then, okay. I want to make, get made fun of this on this one. <laughs> Went to the Alamo dome one night to watch Shania Twain. Great concert because we took the binoculars she is one fine filly hey tell you that's ironic that you say that because we were listening to uh the radio today on my way to my back surgery on the way back and literally heard shania twain on the way up there on the way back and i'll always say this very very nice to look at Uh uh-huh very talented she did not sing country though she was no. not a country singer. No, that's fine. I, you know, I, but, you know, but, I wasn't really worried about what she was you're, singing. You're like, Joseph. you're like, wait a second, Joseph. I didn't know what she sang. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what about concert that you would like? Nobody would believe you went to. Well, I was told I didn't believe it either, but I was told I attended a Run DMC <laughs> concert. But no, the Toadies, the Toadies. Oh, we went and watched the Toadies, man. Yeah. Which okay. is cool because they're, you know, they're yeah. Austinites and yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Not that I like the city of Austin, but. Ready, ready but, uh, for this one? But. Godsmack, DMX, and Limp Biscuit. Hey, God rest DMX's soul, but 
that was not singing that he it, used to it, do. He used it, to like just kind of yell and bark at the. Uh, yeah, DMX but, didn't even show up. Like that was when DMX got well, arrested in the airport. Well, yeah, so it was Godsmack and then Limp Biscuit. Shocker. Funny, funny story. <laughs> First year of teaching, ninety seven, ninety eight. All right, we go Thursday night. Yeah, sitting there. All of a sudden, like these guys behind us are like, dude, man, want to hit some of this? And we're like, nah, man, I'm cool. I got a job. All right, I got to go to work tomorrow. Dude, you got a job, man? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, dude. I was like, yeah, man, I'm a teacher. What? Damn dude, the man. <laughs> I wish you were my teacher, bro. I'm like, good talk, buddy. No, I got a better <laughs> one for you now. And there's a good reason why I forgot this one. My, my senior year in high school, okay, and like at the tail end of my senior year in high school, me and another guy that I didn't really hang out with, but somehow we wound up together, we went to the ACDC concert okay. and just walked up and got tickets, you know, like somebody scalping them and got inside. And the first, I mean, the only time I think that I ever got under the influence of something other than alcohol, <laughs> um, these guys in front of us, I'll give this guy, I mean, he was probably at the time, he was probably 50. Yeah. And I got to give that guy credit. He was hitting it the whole <laughs> night. And I was pretty clueless about that kind of stuff. I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. People might not believe that, but I'm, I was pretty clueless about it. I need my way around a beer bottle, but yeah. I did not know yeah. Yeah. the other stuff, really. And uh, by the end of that, <laughs> that concert, <laughs> dude, I didn't know what the hell was going on we got out to the car and i was like man because this guy was a little bit more experienced in that in that field i was like you're gonna have to drive us home yeah because there's i I can barely blink you're like there are four purple elephants in front of the car right now yes but that dude in front of us you could tell that he had done a lot of hardcore training in that field because the entire night and i didn't even i mean i didn't know what secondhand smoke even was but man Good stuff, man. So, but yeah, I, that, that that was totally random. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if my parents knew I was gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Like, like not at the premises or like gone? <laughs> probably both. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah. that was like in May of my senior year, honestly. Yeah. So I wasn't doing anything anyway. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I went and watched them later on in my older year. and. Yeah. A good time, but yeah. but yeah, that See, one. seeing some good concerts at Floors too. That's been fun, like uh, the small venues, you know, like some Pat Green stuff like that. I, dude, you keep you see. During these years, I was under the influence of stuff more than you were. I went. I, I've told you this story. That's another one that 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 I went to, Pat Green at the Green Parrot on the Square at Southwest Texas. Whenever I was living there and was supposed to be going to school, but I wasn't. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, before they wrote me that mean letter and said, don't come back. Yeah. So, uh, the, the list. The yes, probation list. yes. Yeah. Um, this, the super secret probation yeah, list. Yeah. So double secret probation. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the green pair, we saw Pat green when they were Pat green, nobody even knew who he was. He mm-hmm. was like, just like the local yeah. talent. They were giving away his CD whenever you were paying the, you know, whenever you're yeah. walking in, like whatever yeah. else to get your bracelets and stuff like that. Yeah. They were giving his CD away and went there and watched can't say that I remember the whole concert, but yeah. I mean, I think the first 30 minutes were pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, I saw Pat Green before Pat Green was even Pat Green. Yeah. Before he would kind of you know, like the old folk that used to see George Strait perform out at Cowtown. There you go. So. Like my dad said, my dad said he went down to uh, 
the wishing well in Pearson and uh and uh what was his name? Um Kissing Angel, good morning. Uh uh who was that? Uh, uh the Charlie Pride? Charlie Pride. Yeah. And Charlie Pride said yes, and if all y'all stayed, because nobody really knew who he was, and he was in Pearsall, Texas. Yeah. You know, in uh late sixties, early seventies. So it probably wasn't hundred percent comfortable for him the whole time, but he said, "And all you decide to stay. If all y'all stay until the end of the concert, I'll sign a, an autographed picture of a colored of a colored picture of me." Wow! And my dad said, "You got in line. You went over there, and it was black and white. You know that was the joke. Yeah. You know, and he said, you know, and he said Charlie Pride was awesome. He said, yeah. you know, people were just cracking up. You'd sign it and hand it to him. And it, was, it was it was a good um, time. But dad, dad tells stories all the time of <coughs> in, in West Texas. They'd go watch." Like George Jones, Merle Haggard, all those guys. I mean, they were starting to become big names, but yeah. you know, they they'd see them just in the local dance hall. Just you know, you're, you're giving away your dad's age here. Well, you dad, know, dad is a little bit on the he's, older side. He's, is he long in the tooth? A little bit. Yeah, not that's... in the hair, but <laughs> long in the tooth. By the way, I had some wonderful friends. I did that little interview at halftime, and I actually showed up on camera. And they're like, "Oh my God, you look just like your dad. Where's your hair going? What's this? What's that's that?" That's a compliment, and, man. I, I was like, "Man, he's a Thank sexy you. guy." So yeah. am I. I mean, dude, your, yeah, your dad's a. You he, know what? He was quite dapper in his day. It it, uh, it is time for us to end this podcast because I've now referred to myself as sexy twice on this podcast. <laughs> yes. So we have got to put it into it. Yes. So. Do you smell what the Jim and Joshua is cooking? <laughs> if not, <laughs> you're missing out, folks. I think that's going to do it for this week, man. A lot of fun. Go Did, basketball. Didn't have a guest, but, you know, it's all right. Just give us more time to ramble. That's it. I enjoyed it. Yes, sir. All right. That is going to be episode number 19 of Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. It's a great number, by the way. It is. Yeah. So There's a good running back. Or, or, or back in the day. Yeah, mid-90s. So, go ahead. All right. Joseph, Joseph Sadler. I'm Jim Sessions. We appreciate everybody that's tuned in to listen. We will see you guys on the next one. See you on the flip side. Later. Later.